Welcome to the Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat podcast series, where you hear from the experts about healthcare technologies. Welcome to part two of our podcast on healthcare AI now and in the future with our guest, Dr. Mona Flores, who's the global head of medical AI for NVIDIA. In part one, Dr. Flores defined general and nano AI and took us through a hypothetical patient's journey through a yearly physical, explaining how AI transforms the experience. She also described how AI enhances the home healthcare environment with examples such as safety monitoring, virtual therapists, and home nursing. Let's pick up the conversation. Mona, last time we were talking about AI enhancing the home healthcare setting. Let's turn our attention out of the hospital environment. Can you relate any examples as to how AI can assist in the hospital setting? For that, Bruce, I would like to get back to our story. We left Edna Green after she had visited her physician, and she was prescribed a PET-CT. She went home and was doing actually very well. Now it's four months later. It's Christmas time. Edna decides she wants to decorate her Christmas tree. She's always liked really tall trees. So she is here standing on a stepladder, trying to put a star on top of her eight-foot tree. Her foot slips, and she falls down. Yeah, I, I, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> luckily, remember she had a birthday a few months before. At that time, her son had given her these hearing aids by a company called Livio. The best part of this is that these hearing aids are actually smart hearing aids equipped with an alarm. And they are able to detect if the one who is wearing them has fallen down. And they automatically send alerts to a few previously designated people. So as soon as Edna actually falls down, she's lying unconscious on the floor. Her son, her daughter, and her neighbor are all alerted. The neighbor immediately calls 911 and rushes over. She is still unconscious. The ambulance is now on its way. And within five minutes, the paramedics are at the house. Luckily, she is breathing and her heart rate is normal. Those hearing aids are a wonderful product, Mona. I finally got my 95-year-old mother to carry a jitterbug, but that would not have helped in this situation. What happens next? Her Apple Watch, remember the one that Dr. Johnson had told her to purchase before, confirms that she has had no arrhythmias. She is transported to the ambulance by the paramedics, and luckily in this ambulance, they have this portable electromagnetic tomographic scanner from a company called Intensor in Austria that takes a picture of her brain with no ionizing radiation and can tell if she has a hemorrhage or not or if she's had a stroke or not. Now, this technology is in production. There is a prototype. This is not FDA cleared today, but it will hopefully be one day soon. So let's say we have this intensive device. They do the scan. It's negative. Miss Green is actually starting to wake up. Good news, right? So the ambulance gets to the trauma center. The team is waiting and already have the results of her scan. And they know that it's negative. She had no hemorrhage in her brain. Well, that's good news, but she's not out of the woods yet, is she? As she hits the trauma bay, her blood pressure starts to drop. And now she needs to be resuscitated. Well, unfortunately, the paramedics were only able to put a very small IV in her while they were in the ambulance. So they now in the trauma bay, the residents have to put a central line that has to be placed very fast. And in the past, I have to tell you, we used to do this blindly, just looking at surface landmarks in the body and saying, this is where we think we should put the needle to get into the vein. Today, this is no longer the case. You have a handheld ultrasound, like the one from a company called UltraC, that is able, using AI, to basically look under the skin and tell you exactly where the vein is that you need to hit and have it color-coded 
so that you'd really have no problem whatsoever in hitting the correct vessel that you're aiming for and avoid complications that can happen if you hit, like, for instance, the artery instead. I recently saw a device like that in use with my dad, whose veins were basically invisible to the phlebotomist. What happens next? Using this ultrasound device, she gets a central line. She is given fluids. Luckily, her blood pressure stabilizes. Again, the chest x-ray machine is rolled in, and another AI algorithm from another yet AI startup, Zebra, is used to see if she had punctured her lung when she fell down, if she had a pneumothorax. Luckily, again, she does not have that. And now she's actually completely awake, and she's complaining of severe shoulder pain. So after the thermal workup, including CT scans and x-rays and what have you, it is determined that she is stable except for this ruptured tendon that will need to be addressed surgically in her shoulder. The surgery is done arthroscopically with assistance from yet another company called Caliber that aids in the visualization and enables precise measurements previously done manually and with considerable difficulty. So now using AI, using segmentation, algorithms, you are able, even though you're doing arthroscopic surgery and you're looking through these endoscopes, to see the structures and have them color-coded and make sure exactly what you're looking at and have automatic measurements of any bone grafts you want to put or any instruments or screws. or Basically, it helps with the accuracy of doing the procedure. Boy, that technology sounds amazing, Mona. What happens after the surgery? Well, she does well with the surgery. She is admitted to the floor in the hospital. On the second day, the nurse notices that she is confused, and now Mrs. Green is slurring her speech. Of course, she is taking to the CT scanner because they are afraid that she might have had a stroke. And within a few minutes, another AI algorithm from Viz AI determines that she has indeed had had a stroke. And within a minute or two of actually having the scan, the neurologist, the neurosurgeon, the interventional neuroradiologist, all of them are alerted and the stroke protocol is initiated. You can imagine in times of stroke, you're losing brain matter every minute that you don't fix the stroke. So within minutes, she is actually in the angio suite and is receiving treatment to dissolve the blood clot causing her stroke. Boy, talk about timely treatment of a life-threatening condition. What happens next? She is then transferred to the intensive care unit where she is monitored for a few days and where they have a portable MRI scanner from a company called Hyperfine. They can take pictures of her brain right there at any sign of deterioration. Instead of having to bundle her up and take her down to the MRI scanner in the basement or out in the trailer, the parking lot of the hospital, this is now a small portable MRI machine that can come to you in the ICU. She stays in the ICU over the weekend where she is followed by the neurologist on call, who happens to be 500 miles away, by the way, but is rounding remotely using telemedicine robot at her bedside. Luckily, Miss Green does well, and she is transferred back to the floor. This time, she is in the fancy rooms equipped with Alexa. The room is also equipped with monitors from Care AI to ensure her safety. I understand she next gets a special visitor. Suddenly, she hears the voice of her 90-year-old brother, if you believe it, who has a mild dementia. He was visiting her, and he is wearing, actually, a visitor ID that is equipped with a GPS, and he was being escorted to her room with a friendly robot. She is all excited since she hasn't seen him in a month, tries to get out of bed unescorted. Luckily, again, Care AI is in the room, which is monitoring her, and the nurse is alerted immediately. The nurse runs into the room, stops her from falling, and everything goes well. And a couple of days later, she goes to rehab and then goes home.
So this is the story of Edna Green and the hospital and how AI can really change that whole experience. Dr. Flores, what a wonderful story, both in the home and hospital environments, highlighting technology that is either here now or about to be here. As we look into the future, what technology do you think AI can help with that we don't have today? Again, I think I mentioned this earlier, but I was talking about the product from Intensor, that is the scanner that does not use radiation, that is in the ambulance. It's an electromagnetic scanner. Again, that is not here today, but it's coming. The other thing that they are working on, which is really cool, is a helmet that you can imagine victims of brain injury that are sitting in the intensive care unit wearing these helmets that can continuously monitor the progression of the brain trauma that they've had, any evolution of their strokes or their hemorrhage. This is, again, not here today, but this is in the works, and this is coming in the future. The other thing that you can envision, and I think actually this might help your 95-year-old, you said your father, right? Actually, both my parents, they're both 95 and still autonomous. This one thing that I think would be amazing for older people, especially when they're living on their own like your parents are, there is a couple of products that are helping them continue to live on their own. In Japan, there is a product called Paro, P-A-R-O. It's actually a seal. This is a seal that helps patients in a nursing home or older folks with anxiety or dementia. This is a seal that can be a companion to them, that can help them, that's been shown to improve their mental capacity and also improve their emotional state. But but you can imagine such companions not just for the elderly, for children with special needs, for a myriad of other people who could benefit from such companions. These are, again, still at their infancy today, but you can imagine them getting smarter and smarter and being more useful. Dr. Flores, you covered a lot of this in your story with Edna, but can you just recap all the ways that AI can be brought to bear in healthcare today? AI is changing the very fabric of healthcare. I previously mentioned the virtual physical therapist, but you can imagine virtual occupational therapists, telemonitoring, telemedicine, faster, more comfortable blood and imaging tests, quicker diagnoses better treatments and less medical errors. And speaking of diagnosis and treatments, I haven't even touched on AI and cancer, from better diagnostics and prognostics to better treatment and follow-up. And this does not stop with cancer, but you can imagine how it will affect each and every disorder out there, whether it's cardiovascular, neurological, endocrine disorder, or other. So, Mona, I wanted to congratulate you on your recent promotion to the Global Head of Medical AI for NVIDIA. Tell me a little bit about NVIDIA's mission for AI. So NVIDIA's mission for AI is the same as our mission across all verticals. It's derived from three basic requirements, as our CEO Jensen would say. We work on problems that are very difficult to solve. We work on problems that we are well positioned to solve. And we also work on problems that are worth solving. So problems that have a net positive value on humanity. For us to work on something, we'd have to have those three components. In healthcare, that translates into creating the tools that allow healthcare experts to easily create and apply healthcare solutions. We really stick to our expertise in hardware and software, but we empower the domain experts, the physicians, the data scientists out there to use AI to solve their unique problems. If you think about the typical healthcare IT organization and they hear the phrase AI, it can be a buzzword, it can be intimidating. What would you say to organizations considering AI for healthcare, and how do they get started? AI for healthcare is, again, here to stay. I can imagine that it would be overwhelming for organizations to start. 
we really have only begun to scratch the surface here. If you want to offer the best efficacious care for your patients, you need AI. If you want to offer the most efficient care for your patients, you also need AI. And if you want to offer the best personalized care, you need AI. However, AI does not need to be overwhelming. If you really want to start, figure out your most pressing problems that can be solved by AI and start there. And that means using applications already out there or using AI consultants to build specific solutions for your organization and or build AI solutions yourself in-house. Or better still, a combination of all of these three approaches. What would you specifically say to organizations looking to build their own? If you want to build your own, you have to make sure that you hire the right talent to be able to build these AI applications. And you need to equip them with the best tools out there for versatile software development kits like, for instance, NVIDIA's Clara for healthcare, to AI-specialized hardware like, again, NVIDIA's DGX systems that are offered by companies like Dell. Where can our listeners go to learn more information about AI and NVIDIA's solutions for AI? If you go to our developer pages, if there's tons of information, you can just go to nvidia.com slash healthcare and it will take you down many rabbit holes of healthcare and AI and how to get into the field. Dr. Mona Flores, Global Head of Medical AI for NVIDIA, thank you so much for all this great information on AI within different healthcare settings. Any final thoughts? Healthcare has seen many incremental changes over time and then we'll continue to see more. AI is a catalyst for this change. Some incremental and some so revolutionary, it will be a game changer. Treatment decisions will no longer be based on statistics, but it will be tailored to each and every one of us. That is the ultimate personalized medicine, and it's already possible through AI. Dr. Flores, thank you again for all this great information on AI, and hopefully we can have you back in a future Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat. Thank you so much for having me.